Merry Christmas. Yeah. Hey, Merry Christmas, Dude Man Nation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, man. Uh, for anyone... Don't forget about you on Christmas. No. We, we deliver an episode. It's a Monday. We're working. That's right. We're always working, man. <laughs> always sweating the small stuff. No doubt about it. Uh, Mike, how you doing on this weekend currently when we're recording? Uh, kind of dodging around the old Nona schedule so that way lasagna can be made and had by Ooh. all. Had to make it. I had to help her. I had to make the noodles. So Good stuff, man. Are you talking noodles from scratch? No, oh, I had to boil them. Nice. Good work. There's a lot of stress, a lot of pressure. She puts the pressure on. You know, you don't want to yeah. mess up the 100-year-plus-old technique that she's been working with here, right? Plus, she threw me a curveball because she was like, well, Mike, it's not that hard. Read the directions on the back. I read the directions. It said four minutes. I did the first batch. She said, don't listen to the box. It's five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you need? what are you, an idiot? Follow the box. <laughs> what are you doing reading that box? Idiot. That's good. That's really good stuff. Yeah, it was great. So learned, learned you got to put the wa- uh, oil in the water that stops them from sticking together. I never knew yes, that. yeah, oil in the water. Uh, use the cheap oil though. You never want to use the extra virgin, right? You use the just the regular. Oh, no, never goes cheap on the oil, bro. She was like freaking out. It's thirty something dollars on sale for a gallon of extra virgin. So her and I um, had a discussion last time. Uh, we were chatting about olive oil uh, and how the new stuff, we've been getting this stuff from California, and it used to be purely California-based, but now they're dipping into like Chile and Argentina and all these other places, and it's kind of getting cross-mixed. And uh, she was telling me, you know, I don't think it's still genuine extra virgin olive oil, and I told her I believe she was right. So I switched over. I'm still using that for regular cooking and other stuff, but when I'm dressing my salad, I bought a legit, more expensive glass bottle version of this olive oil that's extra virgin, and it's only strictly from the one farm. It's not getting you know mixed and mingled with these other uh, olive oils. Uh, as close as what I remember extra virgin olive oil tasting like, I just don't think we're getting anything anymore like we used to. Yeah, I think that goes for all fruits and anything actually, all food. Yeah, I think all food uh, is yeah. tainted or destroyed. Bill Gates is controlling it all at this point. I can only presume. Uh, but, but we re- yeah, we ruined it with like the opt. Like everybody wants to optimize and make it bigger, better, everything perfect. You know, it's terrible. Uh, quality has gone downhill, and everything. you should see the pomegranates Nona bought. Ah, I'm a I'm gonna start off with fucking delicious it was amazing how like juicy and perfect these pomegranates are (laughs) but dude they're the size of a 16 inch softball yeah man there's not one spoiled seed on there and they're all perfectly ripe and the thing is a perfect shape (laughs) perfect color like how is that and there's eight of them identical in a box it's like how is this possible yeah i was uh cruising around the market today we were doing some shopping for the weekend and for the Christmas festivities. And uh, I noticed all the fruit now, seedless. Yeah, they did it on purpose. They don't want you to grow your own food. Everything is freaking seedless, man. And for anyone who enjoys fruit, delicious real fruit, 
you know when you get towards the seeds and the area with the seeds, those are the juiciest. That's where all the flavor is at, man. They've taken away the flavor. Yeah, and that's why everything does kind of have no flavor. It's all bland. Everything looks the same. You know what I mean? It's crazy what we've done to the food. I mean, man, me and you grew up with an apple tree in the backyard, peach trees our whole life. That's right. Yeah, man. You'll never find two peaches identical on a tree. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're all deformed. One's been half eaten by a squirrel. You <laughs> that's know, right, it's like it, you true know? with apples as well. There is no such thing as these perfectly shaped fruits or vegetables. I'm a gardener myself, and you know, uh, you're never getting the perfect zucchinis or the perfect tomatoes. Oh, the cucumber yeah. one's gonna grow along the fence around the metal. Yeah, you know, dude, like, exactly, man. You're always gonna get something. Not only that, like with the fruit, you're supposed to have. It's not supposed to be one color. Most fruit, you're supposed to have the side that's in the sun and then the side that's in the shade, and that gives you that multicolor. You know, like an apple should have a redder spot and then a, like a greener spot. And if I'm not mistaken, and I, I could be totally off base here, but I believe when you have the little blemishes or even the markings where potentially some insects or little critters were munching on, that is an indication that it's a very good fruit. Or vegetable, like there's uh there's yeah. some good nutrients in there. So you'd you'd be best served eating that kind of vegetable <laughs> oh, because the rest of nature <laughs> is into it as well. Good call, because what we're eating right now is a baseball size apple that looks pristine. <laughs> no bite marks, no nothing, which means all these animals are just walking right by it. They don't even want it. Not even pristine, <laughs> dude. Have you we were just doing a kick on Johnny Appleseed. Have you seen the new stuff about Appeal? It's A-P-E-E-L, I believe. It's Bill Gates' company where they are genetically inducing these apples and vegetables and fruits to have this, like, perfect skin to where, like, it's preserving, allegedly, the uh, stuff within it for a longer period of time. Oh, Jesus Christ. Appeal. It's in a lot of stuff now. Maybe even most things that we're consuming. Uh, And I'm almost certain that he's hedging his way into the quote-unquote organic foods market. But without a doubt, uh, anything non-organic with the pesticides and all that, I mean, that's, that's genetically grown with Bill Gates' appeal uh, technology. And it, that's why you leave your apple out there on the counter for a month and nothing happens. Yeah, good call. It kind of shrinks a little and withers, but, you, you know, you used to see things like mold develop on food, but now our food isn't real, so there's no mold happening. I tell you, and I tell you, they, they're, I think they're waiting. That sounds really gross, but, like, they're waiting for, like, Nona and maybe even our parents' generation to just die off. Because I cannot tell the difference. I cannot cut an apple open and tell you if there's something wrong with it unless it's, like, black. <laughs> right. Like, oh, yeah, this looks bad. But, like... <laughs> Nona comes home with a bag of apples. She cuts one in half, and she's like, no, Mike, don't eat these. See the ring? No, I'll just make sauce out of it or a cake. You know, it's like, what? Yeah. Oh, you can. So I think they're waiting tell. for, like, people with that knowledge to go away, and then it's gonna be, we're not going to be able to tell. Great call, man. They don't want people to have the understanding to be able to grow their own produce and food or even, you know, have their own uh, chickens, right? I got a neighbor with chickens. It's incredible. Yeah, that's great. You know, he, he's got all of these eggs. He's constantly dropping eggs over at the house. It's fantastic. Yeah, in Ch- Chicago, you could have like two or three chickens now. No, uh, no rooster. 
No rooster, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a little lonely for those hens, you know? And it's probably because they don't want any, you know, procreating going on where you can maybe in some way, you know, self-sustain and not depend on the state. Mm-mm, good call. But I thought you, see, I was thinking we're in Chicago, so you could probably get around it if you get a rooster that identifies as a hen. Oh, yeah. Excuse me? Yes, I love it. <laughs> you get one with a more feminine crow? <laughs> that blonde chick's a dude? <laughs> Yes! Yes! (laughs) 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 Production crew, never let me down. Yes. Folks, we're bringing you quality instead of quantity these days, all right? (laughs) Like, no, that's not a rooster. Didn't you hear the crow? (laughs) I was thinking, you know, south side... Start letting people have these uh, roosters. You're gonna end up with a lot of cockfights going on. Oh, they're already going on. That's a, <laughs> that was the funniest part about the law. Anybody who, any, like me, I go to a school at like six o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. You know. Oh I'm, yeah. In the, in the ghetto, <laughs> I'm hearing these roosters going off all over the place. <laughs> and these aren't these aren't people who have these roosters for eggs. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? They're not producing chickens. <laughs> You gotta hear it sometimes, dude. It's like a fucking symphony down there with these, all these roosters. Those are fighting roosters. <laughs> sure, dude. Yeah, man. Not many fucking uh, chicken farms in the south side of Chicago, you know? Oh, wow, that's really funny stuff. <laughs> yeah, of course. You got, the, you got the cockfight rings going on. Absolutely. Sure that's a huge a deal. <clears throat> and actually, that's one thing that crosses... Most of the boundaries, because you'll get the, you'll hear them in uh, Chinatown. You know, oh, you'll hear them, right. <laughs> you know, you'll hear them in the in the Hispanic neighborhoods. Oh yeah, wow. Uh, that's one thing that's kind of universal. The cockfighting. Cock yeah, you're right. You know, it doesn't matter what skin color you are. Uh, everybody's everybody's down for some cockfighting. Hmm. I wonder why that is. You know, I've never been to a cockfight myself, so I can't really. Yeah you know, genuinely give any, you know, credence one way or another. I'm sure it's entertaining. I imagine there's a lot of drinking and uh, smoking and debauchery and uh, hooting and hollering, probably some sort of strip tea show involving a donkey at some point. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's the only thing that I can imagine. Maybe in the more higher class cock ring circles, the, uh, you know, the low-class ones, I, I am assuming they're in some dusty old garage somewhere in the south side. Well, that's what I was just thinking. Like, maybe it's because it's very popular in, like, small communities. And maybe it's just because you run out of fighters. Right? <laughs> right. Like, how many new kids are you producing in a small town in the middle of Mexico? You know? Good call. How many fighters are you getting every year? <laughs> You're going through generations of chickens and roosters, you know? And you got to get rid of the roosters anyways. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Well, uh, either way, Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope everyone's <laughs> in the mood and having a cheerful uh, day. Tis the, well, if you're listening to this on Christmas, you're not having a cheerful day. So this is the best thing that's happened. Probably Cockfighting. working. Uh... <laughs> yeah, oh, man. don't forget about the workers, man. Every I can't tell you how many years I had to work on Christmas. I've worked many a Christmas my time. Uh, I think these days, though, now people are getting a lot more... 
uh, time off. I mean, remember Thanksgiving? We couldn't find chairs anywhere. That was incredible. Yeah, like nothing's open anymore on these holidays, which I guess is good, but maybe not so good. Maybe that's a sign of the times. You know, when, when things were really good economically, people were working all the time. Yeah, but that's not good. I think it's better to close. You need to close. I think you're right. Yeah, spend time with the family. Uh, I'm going to toss it out there because it's my all-time favorite, and it's a quickie, and I think we tend to forget. Uh, We get caught up in the hoopla of spending thousands of dollars on stuff we uh, don't really need, so uh, let's just give it a go here. A Merry Christmas to the Dude Man Nation. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, that's powerful. Yes, sir. That resonates so much stronger these days than it ever did, man. It is crazy. Charlie Brown. It's a 25-minute uh, movie. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, that just broke my heart. When you, when you sent that picture, I showed Nona. We had a good laugh. Yeah. And then she started talking about how that was the best Christmas movie. Why don't you see it on TV anymore? And that clip right there, that's why they don't show it anymore. Oh, because they're quoting the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, white supremacists. I know, dude. They're about to storm the Capitol after reading that. That's what you don't see after that. Everyone knows Charles Schwartz was a MAGA supporter, all right? <laughs> or Charles, Charles Schultz, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man, Peanuts, what a beautiful little movie, and it's so precious and perfect, and it just uh, really encapsulates uh, a more innocent time, you know, where um, I think people were almost like, uh, you know, we grew up and it was almost unnecessary to recite that, you know, because we, we understood still that Christmas was all about the religious aspect. We had to go to CCD. Remember, CCD, we, we were still yeah. doing religious classes, and uh, it was getting you know kind of hammered into our brain from a young age. And as I've been watching TV at night and hanging around and observing uh, all the Christmas madness unfolding, it kind of dawned on me that Christmas is completely all about Santa Claus. Oh, no, 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 no. It's about capitalism. Yes. And, and it, it yeah. is absolutely. And how can we fix the economy? 
Can we get? Can we use this Christmas to get the economy back on track? <laughs> to save Joe Biden. That's what I'm saying. It's all about Uncle Santa Claus saving Uncle Joe Biden. That's what it's all about. Now, spend, spend, spend. We need you people to spend. Did you get the new car? Did you see the car? Get the big ribbon with the car. <laughs> Give it to your wife. It's gonna be great. Did you see gas is down? Joe Biden, Bidenomics. Come oh, on, people. bro. <laughs> you you want to you want to know their, if you want a clue that they're manipulating gas prices for the election. Gas is under three dollars. Diesel is still five something. There it is. Oh, How yeah. does that work? Exactly. Yeah, they're Makes trying to make sense. it better for the voters that matter to them. Uh, and speaking of the buying of the votes, I didn't clip it because I didn't want to give it any uh, seriousness or weight or anything. Uh, but the Joe Biden administration pulled the ace out of their sleeve and are forgiving all marijuana users forever. Allegedly, I don't know what they're doing here. They're they're like pardoning all these pot users now. Uh, yeah, you're supposed to hit the button. Bum, 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 bum. Party! Yay. Oh, uh, you ta- oh, sorry, wrong, <laughs> wrong button. That was the wrong one. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, good, good, good job. Pizza every day, people. It's pizza <laughs> every day gonna, with these clowns. Is this going to stop the housing market from crashing? Or <laughs> is this going to you know, stop BlackRock from forcing us into leases instead of owning homes? They're running out uh, of ideas for how to buy votes from people. That's crazy. Dude, I got to go back to that Charlie Brown thing. I do got to tell you, I have been... Uh, Trying to read the Bible again for the actually probably this is actually the first time in my life. All right, and it is funny because it it is I never actually read it, but it's it's kind of like reading a book you've already read because I just know all the stories. That's right, and, yeah. and we literally lived it growing up. And as much as I hated CCD and everything, as much as I rebelled against religion, the Bible, all that, it was in me. You know what I mean? And that's. That's what these kids are missing now. Ah, so it's interesting you say that. Um, whether we understood it or not, because it was exposed to us at such a young age and ingrained in us for many years as young fellas, we were instilled with a moral compass that we just uh, could not shake. You know, whether or not you believed it or even followed it or whatever... In the back of your mind, at some point as a child, you did have to contemplate, what if the world did end? You know, like Noah and these stories. You know what I'm saying? And oh, like, yeah. Even if you didn't believe in the Bible story, it forced you to come up with your own answers, you know, which I think a lot of us do. And it's not until you're older and realize how stupid you are that you go, I don't have the answer. Let me see what that book says. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. I've been th- I'm 36. I've been on a r- lo- the wrong track for a long time. You know? <laughs> oh, man. It puts everything into a different kind of meaning or, or you know, light, but, I guess. But, like, I, I think I have been on the wrong track, but I think when you force your kids to go to CCD, you force your kids to go to church, no matter what happens later on, those kids are never going to... St- to get so far off track that they can't get back on eventually. Yeah, that's a good call. I think most people, again, I think there's something about seeding that moral compass into the young mind. It's kind of crucial. 
Whereas absolutely, he, and then think of the opposite version, especially here in Denver and Boulder and uh, Chicago and L.A. and all these places, where what are they instead seeding into the minds of these kids? Oh yeah, Johnny, you can be uh, a little girl, and let's go to the drag queen uh, story hour. You know what I think religion did give us as kids was the, and our parents, it does give the parents the option of, like, the opportunity to be wrong. You know what, I don't know if that makes sense, kind of like. Oh, yeah. Because even if they're wrong, you could always point to the Lord, you know what I mean? You'd be like, okay, I smoke, but I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to deal with that with God when I come when you know, that's between, you know what I mean? You're going to have to have your own thing with God. That's right. So just, you know what I'm saying? It kind of, whereas now it's, I mean, now you got Gen Xers and millennials who are raising kids and these people still live lives where they just, they want what they want. They want it now. You oh, know, and, hedonistic and bohemian. You know, we have the, you know, the libertines like Bill Maher. In their sixties now, yeah. swinging, right? And then what happens with their kids now? They're they're being raised without any moral compass or anything. Like, yeah, no, I I am doing my thing, but you know, look at this guy. Or, you know, look at this book. This is where you you know follow that path. It's better for. You. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, it's something uh, something rotted away culturally in our society here in America over the last several decades. Uh, we saw it happening as young guys, you know, in the 90s, and it kind of accelerated there in the aughts, and, you know, here we are in this, uh, we had this past decade, which I don't know what you'll call it, uh, we'll just call it the Trump derangement syndrome decade, and then uh, <laughs> now we're heading into this new one, you know, it seems like, uh, look at some of the videos on, like, libs of TikTok and stuff like that, I mean, these people are actually speaking a language I don't even understand anymore. Uh, and the stuff they say, I mean, we, we need to be realistic here. Were the men perfect? No. But white people who believed in the Bible came to a foreign land and built the greatest nation in the land, in the world, right? Oh, a yeah. nation so great that everybody still wants to come here. They're, they're, they're fighting and dying to come in here, Right. And now you people have spent the last 10 years shitting on the Bible and the religion those people believed in, shitting on those white men and women. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, man. And, and now you're wondering why the once great nation they created is shitty. Like, because you, you, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm the asshole. I'm the idiot. I'm the idiot. White, white people in the Bible are the problem, even though they together created the greatest nation. Yeah, white people are the problem everywhere. I, I think if the commercials are <laughs> telling us anything. I was about the other day. Name me one. I was listening to, uh, I forgot who, what the fuck that guy's name is. He's like that black guy with the really crazy hair. Oh, who like hates the Constitution, hates America, people, but still lives yeah. here and wants to fix it. I, I fucking, he's always on CNN. It's like Dr. Kilimazoo or something. Yeah, I have no idea <laughs> what his name is. But yeah, he's got the wacky, super straight up fro like he's Frankenstein with the white streak in it. 
and uh but, but all and he kept doing was talking about like the government this our, our country this our country that it all in my mind I, like i really wanted to just jump through the radio and be like name me name me one country that is 80 90 percent black right that has an office in their government fully devoted to diversity equity and inclusion wakanda forever <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of black countries out there. None of them give a fuck about the white people role in their country, right? We're like the only, but every white country out there has to let black people in and include them and make sure they're equal. Yeah. Not just equal in rights and everything, but equal in outcomes. Not only equal, we'll go so far as to eliminate all white men from every commercial you'll ever see for the rest of your life. It'll only be <laughs> black men with white women who are lesbians. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even saying, like, it's, I'm, not, I'm not saying we're perfect or anything, but give us a little credit. There's no black country out there worried about diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know what <laughs> I mean? So give the white people a little bit of credit. We're letting you in, and we're including you. And we're doing our, we're doing our damn hardest to boost you up, like you know, economically. Yeah, I mean, I, I Sorry, hear you. No, it's rough it. week. Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. Uh, happy birthday to Jesus. And uh, I think racism is, you know, one of the hottest topics of the last generation or this current generation. And you know what? It it isn't going to stop with the tearing down of the statues and all the BLM riots we saw in the summer of love. It's going to keep on going in a legislative fashion. And if you don't think I'm crazy, well, just go take a look at what's going on in Minnesota. A state panel says Minnesota's new state flag should feature an eight-pointed North Star against a dark blue background shaped like the state with a solid light blue field at the right. The commission picked it Tuesday as a replacement for an older design that many Native Americans consider offensive. Commissioners also finalized a new state seal that depicts a loon. Unless the legislature rejects them, the new flag and seal become official on April 1st. He's going to explain why... <laughs> Why the last flag was so racist. The current state I mean, flag... You're fucking Indians too, man. They're another group. <laughs> Before we came here, you people were fucking scalping each other. Yeah, they were enslaving. You guys were, you were shooting so. each other with arrows. And, 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 I, I, I don't know. I they, don't know. they were actually enslaving each other, believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, your life was no better. We made it better. You're lucky we came, the, we, we came here, we took your land, we showed you how to live a better life. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome yeah we're gonna fucking make fun of you on our flag all day you're welcome you're welcome. lucky you're alive to see the flag welcome, you're welcome welcome to dude white man supremacist podcast this we're, is a white uh, supremacist podcast yeah, I'm on a, I'm on a tirade. you know what it is because I listen to this fucking uh, I listen to like three hours of uh, I can't even say the fucker's name Senk Uyghur uh, I might have to bleep that one out I'm not sure actually <laughs> He's running for president. Who? Sick Uyghur. He's the uh, the 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 Turk, the young Turk guy. Young Turks, huh? That's... I don't know. He's the young Turks, but he's like ninety. He's like sixty years old. I don't know why you call him. I'm not familiar is this man or fella or potential lady. I'm not going to judge. Is, is this person going towards the Democrats or are we talking a Republican pool here? Uh, he's like one of these guys who's like trying to be like, oh, I'm in the middle, I'm in the middle, but he's like full fucking left. Yeah, all right. There's something yeah. up with people on the left who think they're centrist. 
It's really weird. It's fucking hilarious, I don't, dude. It's the Bill Maher syndrome. Yes. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. If you think January 6th was an insurrection and BLM was peaceful protest, you're a left winger. Yes. You and on the flip side, if you think if you think uh, J6 was just a protest and BLM was like the end-all, be-all terrorist in America, you're a right-winger. Nothing wrong with it, folks. We need people on both sides. We even need extreme folks on both sides. And then we need some people in the middle who can uh, tip the balance or the scale one way or another once in a while. You know what I'm saying? That's how it should work. Oh, yeah. Bill Maher's just a man who wants to keep his penis. He thinks that makes him in the center. <laughs> Bill Maher really needs to accept that he's old. You know, Emma, it's funny you say that. We were watching his last episode because uh, he goes on like two-month vacations every time there's a holiday. <laughs> um, he's got the best life. Uh, but the dude uh, and his last show, Emma was commenting actually how he was – he was looking a bit on the agey side. Like, he, he was getting up there. You know, the, the makeup wasn't really pulling it off anymore. No, he looks like he's trying really too hard to hide it now. Yeah, well, I mean, the glasses kind of make him look older, right? No. The old face makes you look old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Hey, he should embrace it. Maybe grow like a goatee or something. He can never embrace it because he 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 wants his whole like his thing his whole life was he's really not ever gonna get old. He's just gonna keep fucking young girls and everything's gonna be great. Why get married and have kids? You're right. Yeah, it's the uh, modern liberal philosophy isn't working out too well. I guess. Uh, do you want to find out why this flag was racist? I think you're gonna really like this. Oh yes, yeah, I right. forgot. That's all right. Picks a Native American riding off into the sunset. Oh, while here the whites... it went a little fast. There, let me uh, let me re- rewind a little here. First, the current state flag depicts a Native American riding off into the sunset while a white settler plows his fields with a rifle sitting nearby. Critics say that imagery suggests the indigenous people were defeated and leaving while whites won and were staying. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! It's so racist, man. I got a question for you there, Chief. Is that historically inaccurate? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, no, right? I don't know. It's at least they put. See the what the Indian flag should be replaced to is the white man plowing his field, the Indian building a casino. Here's my deal with all of this woke stuff we've been going on or through the last several years, uh, where we're taking things off because it's racist, right? So like we had the uh, the rice with the black guy on there, the Uncle Ben's. And then, uh, no, it was oh, yeah. it was racist, so now he's gone, and so there's just nobody on there, and so you have no representation now. We're getting rid of the black guy there. And then, remember, I think it was the Indian on the Land Lakes, Butter, right? No Indian. She's gone now. And then we got rid of the Indians, the, the, the commanders now, or whatever it is. And I'm sorry, the Indians in baseball now are uh, the Guardians, and then the... <laughs> Oh, so stupid. The Redskins are the commanders, right? Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, so now there's no representation anymore for all these people. You know, and like at least Minnesota gave you some representation of some sort on their state flag. They were saying to the entire United States, "You know what? We are not just a colonial, uh, you know, a colonial place or something that was uh, you know, taken over by 
the United States of America, but this is also a, a land that belonged to the Indians, so we're going to you know, show that in our flag. Nope, gone because it's racist. I would love to see what the flag before that flag. Like, they probably put that flag in to get rid of the old racist flag. It was, uh, you know? yeah, it was probably like a black guy hanging in the background, right? <laughs> <laughs> With an Indian on deck, you know? <laughs> I mean, have you seen Mississippi? I think it was Mississippi up until a few years ago. Their state flag was just the Confederate flag. <laughs> like, that, that was basically it, man. It was the Confederate flag. They're like, we still believe in all those... <laughs> Got the point across. <laughs> Did you see at the Arlington Memorial, I think it is, they tore down a Confederate, or no, I think a judge stopped it, but they were on, on the cusp of tearing down a Confederate memorial there. Yeah, they should go fuck themselves. But come on, I, I think we are supposed to embrace and remember history. You know, we keep Absolutely. tearing, we tear down all these monuments and memorials, we're going to forget our history, man. Plus, I really hate how they talk about the Civil War. What we should really talk about is the Civil War, like every other war, was poor people fighting and dying for rich people to have luxurious lifestyles. Did I tell you about that thing I heard about slavery? You know, we might as well. We've gone so far off the deep end on uh, upsetting all races. Let's let's hammer it home, baby. (laughs) So the craziest <laughs> fact about slavery, and it's true when you look at it, slavery is never used for something people need. It's always used to lower the price of something rich people want. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you man. Don't, and if you think about it, it's because like, you don't really need slaves to, to, to produce the things that people want. They, people will pay. I mean, for the things they need. People will pay enough to produce the things that they need, you know? Yeah. But, think like, uh, the slave trade we all know about back in the, you know, 18, 1700s, 1800s and all that, mostly it was used for cotton and sugar. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, that kind of seems pretty clear. What, what is it used for now? It's used for uh, sex. Well, for all times, it's been used for sex. Sex, and right now it's used for, like, uh, mining minerals for cell phones. Yeah, so, there's a lot so of... So slavery. us rich people could have a new iPhone every year at a price that we could afford. Like, and, slavery um, is never used for something we need, you know? You need to check out the slave mining going on for the... I think it's the batteries for the cars as well. That is over the top. I mean, it's these wild valleys of just uh, tens of thousands of bodies just with their bare hands hauling these, I believe, toxic minerals. I, I mean, I don't think it's safe for them, and it's kids. We're talking <laughs> oh, kids yeah. and women, man. That's who's it's doing terrible. it. So that way we can go green, right? And uh, Jared Polis can get another four more years uh, as governor and maybe even uh, run for president someday. Yeah. Right, and if it was really something everybody needed and wanted, that we wouldn't need slavery. You'd be able to jack up the price to an affordable, you know. <laughs> well, the, to the pay price, everybody. the slavery is going to increase. The slave labor will increase when places follow suit, like California, or uh, with California, you know, places like Colorado, where you know, Polis wants to phase out gas cars by twenty thirty. Yeah, they already said it's not going to happen. They can't happen. It's impossible. The, the infrastructure... All the car companies are cutting their electric production. It's, it's a big flop. 
absolutely no money in it, and it's absurd. And I, I like your take right there, by the way, that you know the slave trade now has changed. It's for different purposes, or the same purpose, but you know the uh, the goods have changed, and uh, the sex thing has always been there. Just ask Hunter Biden; uh, he knows all about it, right? Also, ask the 170 people uh, whose names are about to be released in about two weeks. <laughs> did, you, did you see that uh, Mark Norman joke? I did not. It was Santa Claus reading the list. It said, it said like, uh, you know, Bill Clinton and all, it's just all these people. I must have gotten the wrong list. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great joke. Oh, uh, well, I got something on that, actually. It's an old clip of uh, Bill Gates. Do you remember this at all? It's from two years ago. It's probably right after uh, Epstein suicided himself, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it was on CBS. Bill Gates was asked about his relationship with uh, Epstein and some dinners he had. And I, I feel like it's very appropriate to listen to now, considering the information that's going to come out and uh, what we know... <laughs> is, this, is this interview before his wife divorced him for going to that island? This is actually hilariously after, I believe, because you could see at one point he starts touching his ring finger when he nervously Ooh. starts to answer. It gets really dicey. Oh, I do remember yeah, this. Yeah, you're going to remember... I remember everybody making a big deal how he like was the ring wasn't there. You're going you're gonna to like one specific part, or you're going to remember a part of it, I think, that went viral, but uh, here's Bill Gates from two years ago answering questions about his relationship to Jeffrey Epstein. It was reported at that time uh, that you had a number of meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, who, when you met him 10 years ago, he was convicted of soliciting prostitution from minors. What did you know about him when you were meeting with him, as you've said yourself, uh, in the hopes of raising money? Uh, you know, I had dinners with him. Uh, and he's squirming around in his chair. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, he's, yeah, he's not comfortable. He's sweating. You can hear him sweating. Uh, I regret doing that. He had relationships with uh, people he said, you know, would give to Global Health, which is a, uh interest I have. You know, not nearly enough philanthropy goes in that direction. Mm. Uh, you know, those meetings were were a mistake. They didn't result in uh, what he purported, and I cut them off. You know, that goes back a long time ago So wait now. a minute. You fucked uh, those girls as a philanthropist. Yeah. He was and doing... you didn't even get the money? No, no, he did it in the name of public health. Didn't you hear him? <laughs> he said, in the name of public health, he fucked those girls on that island, right? <laughs> For some philanthropy. Well, when I went there, the age of consent on that <laughs> island was 14. <laughs> it's it's going to be devastating when the public sees that, you know, there are names like Stephen Hawking on that list. We've all seen the picture. <laughs> I know, dude, that one's gross. It's freaking gross, man. I can't believe they compromised every major name you can think of. <laughs> Bill Gates is lucky. No girl's going to sue him because she doesn't want to admit she sucked that dick. You know? Yeah, I mean, Bill Gates is... <laughs> he's, 
a lizard freak, man. I don't even know if he's human. Although of all the people on that list, I do believe he's the one nerd that went there and didn't get laid. Wow, I love it. He's just standing against the wall, and it's just high school dance all over again. Right? Well, he probably killed Stephen Hawking because he wouldn't stop making fun of him. <laughs> He unleashed some of his malaria mosquitoes into his bedroom, right? At least I got the retarded girl. Kate's got nothing. Ha 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 ha. Could you imagine? God. All right, there's more that's to this. That's when Bill Gates sent the uh, computer virus to the Stephen Hawking wheelchair. I, I right <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, let's let's continue down this squirm hole. There's, you know, so there's nothing new on that. It was reported that you continue to meet with him over several years. Um. And that, in other words, a number of meetings. Um, <laughs> what did you do when you found out about him? Well, to, to be fair, uh, he wasn't at all of those meetings. <laughs> his, just as young friends were. <laughs> oh, this guy's a creep. He's so gross. And the best part about all of it is his wife, Melinda, his ex-wife, Melinda, explicitly mentions his relationship to Jeffrey Epstein for the divorce. It's in the divorce papers, man. <laughs> Which means those little hookers cost him about 36 bill. Oh, dude, Emma and I were talking about it before the show. Uh, and, like, how the mo- she must have found out something so disgusting that she had to call it quits. And walk away, and she, dude, it's now the Gates Foundation. She, her name's like off the foundation. Like she, she found something out, man. And it's right around the time this weirdo unleashed his vaccine on everybody. So I mean, maybe she found out like a little double-edged sword situation, where you know, yes, he unleashed this virus or this vaccine that's gonna kill billions of people, and also he happened to bang a bunch of children over at Epstein Island. <laughs> Right, so she can't legally divorce him for being a genocidal maniac, but she'll use the the kid island fucking as the reason for the divorce. That's, that's, the, that's the ultimate. Like when you fuck up, you want to give your girlfriend bad. That's worse news. Yeah, and then give her. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. Listen, honey, I killed. Uh, I might have killed a billion people, <laughs> and I fucked a couple girls on this island. But yeah, and it might come out that I was on Epstein Island a lot. Dude. <laughs> I would just love to see that conversation where he had to like tell her what Dude, was about to come out. That's what Emma and I were talking about. Like, can't you envision uh, him and her just in this? Obviously, his mansion's massive, right? So they're in the villa somewhere there, and he's and she's just like, "Is it true?" And he has to fucking admit it's true, and she just cold cocks him across the face and just <laughs> fucking divorces his ass, man. Because I that's yeah. something so disturbing. Must have he hit didn't home. even contest it, right? It wasn't even no, like fun. Man. Oh, no, she that, just took half oh, of yeah. everything. Oh, it was a quick one, dude. It was a band-aid rip, yeah. for sure. 
Bill didn't want any information coming out. Man. Yeah. So that's how you know she found out something so horrifying that it, you know, it was a clean cut. Her name's off. She doesn't want any relation to this guy's foundation. Like, what's she doing now? I assume she did something with Michelle Big Mike Obama or something, right? That's the only <laughs> thing I can think about. Or she would just went back to being a man. That's right. Yeah, she's Kevin Klein from the Wild Wild yes. West. Look it up. Kevin Klein and Melinda That's Gates. Actually probably, I heard they're coming up with a sequel. That's where she is. <laughs> oh, man. Do you want to hear any more of uh, this Bill Gates uh, oh, yeah. squirm? Uh, it's, this is a good one. Background. Well, and, you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners. It's uh, a long There's nothing, absolutely nothing new. Like, right there, like all the weird shit he did on that island flashed oh, yeah. before his eyes, man. <laughs> <laughs> all the weirdest stuff. And what haunts him the most is the blue dress. <laughs> it gets them all. Everybody has to wear the blue dress. Uh, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that. Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking looking at this? Well, he's dead, so uh, <laughs> in, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh, Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I think that's what went viral. <laughs> Oh, that's cold. so cold. Did you hear that? Dude, th now, do we need any proof of who, like, pulled the trigger on the Epstein murder? I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Wow. Anyone I mean, else? He definitely looking? is the one that turned off the cameras. Yeah, well, well, he made sure that beforehand they switched the operating system to uh, Microsoft or to uh, Windows. <laughs> to Windows. Yeah, to Windows, right? <laughs> There's going to be a virus in there. Don't worry, as long as it's Windows, everybody will believe it failed. <laughs> Looking at this? Well, he's dead, so, uh, you know, Ooh. in general, you always He's almost like careful. laughing about uh, it. He did laugh. He did a little chuckle at the <laughs> Did you catch that? <laughs> For those that don't know, that's a nerd laugh. Well, that's, a, that's an evil nerd laugh. That, this, is, this guy's Mr. Burns, dude. Looking at this? Well, he's dead, so... Uh, you know, in general, you always have to be yeah. careful. Uh, <laughs> and you know the, you know, I'm I'm very proud of what we've done in philanthropy. Very proud of the work of the foundation. Uh, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you, know, you fucking like, kids. Here. Yeah, like that's where it ends. He tails off and uh, hides mm. between his Does legs. He go on like a five minute speech of, and really, I I don't know why they don't like me as much as Elon. <laughs> oh man. Bill Gates, what a creep. He is uh, a freak show, and he's got a lot to hide. So I hope he's on that list. I think there's going to be a lot of names on both sides of the political aisle. There's going to be a lot of CEOs, and um, I'm, I'm getting excited. I'm getting more excited about this mm -hmm. list, actually. At first, I was thinking uh, it's not going to be I wouldn't get good. too excited, man. There's too much power. And they're still, they're still saying they're not releasing three names. I thought they were victims. Oh, no, those are the three presidents. <laughs> Shut up. Allegedly, there's three presidential names on the list. Ooh. Three former presidents. Not including Bill? Well, he's they the... gotta be released, Bill. It's just three. Everybody knows. <laughs> it's three. It's Bill, William, and Billiam Clinton. All... 
I'm just kind of <laughs> fudging the name a little bit. You know, kind of smear the record there. <laughs> Bill, Billy, and William Clinton. <laughs> Cousin Billy Clinton, man. (laughs) (laughs) It was was Bill Clinton until he got arrested by the FBI. Then I went as Billy. (laughs) Old Willie Clinton? No, that's my distant cousin, man. Got me again, Willie. (laughs) No, he just looks just like me. Plays the saxophone. He always wanted to be like me. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) Bill, Billy, and William. (laughs) Yeah, man. All three, all three Clintons. <laughs> Looks like all three went there in the same month. That's crazy. And these guys really like that place. <clears throat> What's cra- you know, the most amazing thing about this whole story, with all of Bill Clinton's trips to this island, I can't believe he still had time for a blowjob in the Oval Office. This guy was getting laid left and right, man. <laughs> this guy's like, a cum factory, dude. I say, Bill Clinton's kind of a hero in a lot of ways. Oh, that, that's some, that's big dick energy. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's right. He must have been friends with Willem Dafoe. There's no doubt. <laughs> uh, well, I got a little bit of time left, and this is still the Christmas episode, believe it or not, and I got one last <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jesus. I got one more uh, Santa birthday uh, gift for everybody here. Uh, so, of course... We must close out this year remembering the one thing that was on everybody's mind, except for people here in Colorado where we were geoengineered and chemtrailed up the wazoo and it was overcast for the first six months. Uh, Apparently, it was the hottest year on record. And if there's anyone out there who wants to make sure we never forget it was the hottest year on record... It's the thirstiest person in the world. I hope you're ready, folks. Have yourself a tall glass of water. I know Amy doesn't because she's going to have to clear her throat at one point in here, and it's hard to listen to. So here we go. (laughs) Uh, Amy Goodman, give it to us. No white Christmas. Millions of residents in Southern California remain under flood advisories today after some areas received a month's worth of precipitation in less than an hour in what meteorologists called a once-in-a-millennium rainfall event. This comes as forecasters are predicting a snowless Christmas holiday for parts... It also happens to coincide when I was able to witness on Windy.com, they have a nice satellite imagery, uh, real-time capture where you can see the clouds uh, visually. Uh, You can actually watch the chemtrailing operations going on around the country, and my God, did they unleash this week on California. It was pretty wild to watch on this satellite imagery. They did a a doozy here in Colorado starting yesterday and today. Uh, they're going to give us our white Christmas for tomorrow. They were dead set on it. We've had no snow. We need some tourism. So the ski places have uh, called in the bank and Jared Polis, and they're saying, let's cash the checks and bring in those planes. Uh, I'm telling you, when they do the cloud seeding, when you do the geoengineering, and you bring in moisture to one place, you're causing droughts in others. I'm telling you, you right now. Be, yeah. You have to be. So... Yeah. What do we have? Unprecedented. She just said uh, once in a millennium rainfall in California. How's it looking in Chicago right now? Yeah, we are just, we are confined by the laws of just like everything in the, like everything in the universe revolves around the conservation of energy. Balance, man. 
Come on. Yes. You, you can never have something without nothing. No, you so know? they're clearly so, messing around with the weather. And uh, so Amy Goodman, though, she's trying to use it to her advantage. And I think the left is using this manipulation of the weather to their advantage. You can create droughts in places you want to create droughts to sell a narrative. And then you can create flooding events in places where you want to continue said narrative. Look at Amy right here. She's literally comboing everything you need. You got the flooding in California. You got the drought in Chicago. I mean, this is beautiful. This is a leftist wet dream. Or I'm sorry, drought? drought drought dream. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Leftists don't have wet dreams. They have drought dreams. Wait, is Chicago in a drought? I don't know what she's saying anymore. I can't follow their oh. narrative, man. Canada and much of the U.S. East Coast and Midwest, with rain and record highs forecast in Chicago and Minneapolis. This month, climate scientists confirm 2023. <laughs> Get her some water! Oh my God! <laughs> it will officially be the hottest year on record, with carbon dioxide levels in Earth's atmosphere at their highest uh, level. Uh, in stop about right four- there! You got to replay that again. Replay that. All right, part. all right. I know you. I knew you were going to love this clip, man. In Chicago and Minneapolis. Oh, here. I'll, sorry, I'll go back a little further. Here we go. Uh, just make sure you all pay attention to when she clears her throat for 15 seconds. It's, it's absolute crazy. And much of the U.S. East Coast and Midwest, with rain and record highs forecast in Chicago and Minneapolis. This month, climate scientists confirm 2023 will officially be the hottest year on record with Stop carbon right dioxide. There. Stop right there. Why is it climate scientists confirm? Why is right. it not just scientists? Yes. Me- because if you are a if you are a person who is a climate scientist, you have to say the climate is changing. You have to present new evidence every year. Otherwise, you have no job. Right? Yes, man. Like we we have created these entire fields where your only job is to keep justifying your job. Also, that's your only job. <laughs> Aren't we all in agreement that there were allegedly dinosaurs that roamed the Earth at a time when the Earth was way warmer than it is now? Yeah, way, way warmer. No, no, it's it's beyond, like, so far beyond that. Actually, a warmer <laughs> planet is way better for us. No, it's better for life. Like, you need the yeah. planet to be warm. The colder the planet, the worse it is for life. And, and it kills me because it's all these fucking people who own nothing protesting the climate. Do you realize the only thing we're going to lose is Obama's beachfront property <laughs> but, uh, oprah will have to burn down another city <laughs> to get beachfront property because hers got washed away that's that's what we're that's what we're literally <laughs> dying fighting for here is so rich people can maintain their beachfront property i don't give a fuck we're fine we lose more people every year to cold than we do to heat absolutely cold is so much more detrimental to life i mean how many people are growing gardens outside in the dead of winter <laughs> no, no, we we struggle in the winter. Yes, we. In That's... fact, when it's warm out, we grow a bunch of food and then harvest it for the cold, <laughs> dead winter when you can't grow anything because there's no life in the cold, man. It's really crazy. I don't know if you guys have known this. This is really crazy. Close to the equator, a lot of people. Close to the North and South Pole, no people. Not, not a lot of people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just the Nazi bases, right? And the people going to the center of the earth. Yes, and the Anunnaki. Don't forget about our Anunnaki friends over there. Anunnakis. <laughs> it's coming around, isn't it? 3,600 years? I don't know. I, I, I didn't have time to do any research on your uh, Ashkenazi Jew theology there with the 6,000 years or whatever it was. And uh, um, 
No, that's different. Yeah. Oh, so the Anunnaki do the 3,600 years? or well, That's the orbit of their planet, supposedly. Are they Which on... I guess has been proven could theoretically exist. You're... We're talking planet like X. more and more evidence that it exists. Planet X, Nibiru. Nibiru. Nibiru, yeah. Yeah, is that what it is? Um, there is a... it's on like an elongated ellipse. That only co- so it only comes close to us every thirty six hundred years. And then when it does, it causes massive disruptions in our tectonic plates and causes volcanic eruptions. And uh, it's possible it's what hit Earth originally and caused the moon situation. No. No. Okay. Never mind. No. And it doesn't cause chaos on Earth. It's the people that live there come to Earth to harvest our gold. Wow. That's, causing, that's what causes the chaos. <laughs> All right. So they're coming back to harvest our gold? Is that what's going on? Well, it's actually our purpose on this earth is to harvest the gold for them. Then they come back and we, we're supposed to give them the gold Good. so that they could preserve their atmosphere. Wow. This all makes a lot of sense. And we do seem and feel like we're slaves for another race of beings, right? Doesn't it kind of start to feel that way for most people like that might be our purpose (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding we have a higher purpose we are created folks for uh a mission from god right we're on a mission from god Um, i am on a mission from god yeah well uh what is that higher purpose and i don't know for us like did you hear the brian cox theory no uh, and brian (laughs) cox this is the uh astronomer that you uh love to listen to yeah from England. And I always say, I just think he's the smartest astrophysicist because he has the English accent. Yes, which gives yeah. you more credibility than someone like Neil deGasse Tyson. Neil deGasse or Michio Kaku? Kaku! Oh, Give me this guy with a great accent. He talks slow. It's yeah. beautiful. I like British. <clears throat> but he talks about how, like, uh, the, everything that makes us up, like, we have... We have all these elements in us that could only be created in the depths of, like, the largest mass stars and everything, you know? Wow. And it took so long to create, like, just the atoms that make us and everything, and then the consciousness. He talks about how our consciousness and us trying to understand ourselves in the universe is actually the universe itself trying to understand itself. We might actually just be the universe's consciousness. Mind blown, people. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all. It's a great theory. Yeah. It's a great theory, though, right? Like, the universe created us to understand itself. I like that. That's beautiful. Yeah. And it makes us all, all one, as one. And, um, you know, we should all head into the new uh, year. Well, by us, I, I meant everybody except the Jews. Yeah, that's I'm right. just kidding. Oh, Happy, Merry Christmas to you guys. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Don't forget about every other religion we don't care about. Don't forget about the Kwanzaa folk. All right, man. Well, we've hit Uh, that. Kwanzaa's not real. Kwanzaa (laughs) is not real. Uh, Fuck Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, yeah.